Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome, everyone! musical this time to the cultaholic classic raw review this week a very special watch along edition of the classic raw review as the other cultaholic lads get themselves ready for a clash of champions with a little bit of the bubbly we are here via our icapro powered delorean back in the mid 90s where the only bit of bubbly we're getting is the bubbles of snot coming out of the nose of bastion booger and who be we i be fake george Radio presenter without portfolio, former cultaholic heavyweight champion Tom Campbell. I am joined by the bear in the big blue bar cage. The man who many call the head pen of cultaholic does not need a pencil. He gets it right every single time. There is Justin Henry and he is off of America. How you doing there, Tommy? doing great mate thank you we uh we've, we've been basking in a, a weekend of beautiful sunshine in the united kingdom and uh and the, you know what the sunshine continues through our special guest for this very special podcast uh yes we are joined by the photoshop pharaoh himself he is the our good friend mr john eiley he is uh his graces with our his graces with his presence today i should say john how are you sir I'm very well, thanks, and I just want to say hello again, Grapple fans, and welcome to what should be a great uh, action-packed wrestling show today, coming to you this week from the Leisure Centre right here in Gateshead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, John, that's exactly how it was meant to be. John, can you Photoshop John Eiley as, um, oh, what's his name? He's fallen out my head. Ken Walton. Ken Walton, doing World of Sport. I I don't think you've actually saw one. I was going to say, John is actually... while we're talking at the same time. Go ahead, John. No, no, I'm just saying, I don't think Ken Walton ever actually appeared on camera. Really? Yeah, I think it was just just basically literally the voice. I think he was at ringside, and you saw him maybe from the back, but you never actually saw him doing a piece to camera. Maybe it's disembodied. Ken Walton was very much the... um... The, the voice of British wrestling for many of us, and uh, he was, but he was so calm when he spoke, and it would just like whatever was happening in the ring, it would just be, and uh, some bad, some some uh, some naughty behaviour there, and there's been a public warning, and the crowd are going wild for Big Daddy, and it was just so calm all the time. So he was yeah, like the uh, UK have... version of Bob Newhart. Yes, he was. Bob Newhart was the name I was trying to remember in terms of uh, who he was meant to be like. He's Bob Newhart. Yeah, if you ever want to see 
Ken Walton being, if you want to see him getting rattled at any time, Ken Walton, um, look for a match on YouTube. It's Kendall Nagasaki in a disco ladder match. Wait, wait, and, wait, 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 wait. Disco ladder match. Yeah, it's basically a ladder match where there's a gold record above the ring, and partway through the match, all the disco lights come on in the place, and there's disco music playing. And Ken Walton at one point says, I'm just as bad as you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know, I, I can't really say much at the moment. <laughs> That sounds more interesting than the show we're about to watch. <laughs> it so is. Um, so we're going to do this week, a, as opposed to a regular sort of we watch, then we talk about. We are doing our watch along special. So what's going to happen is myself, Justin Henry and Photoshop Pharaoh, John Eiley. We are going to sit and watch the March to WrestleMania, which was the 90 minute WrestleMania build-up show, the go-home show for WrestleMania, and you can watch along with us uh, on the WWE Network, and we'll basically provide alternative commentary. By the way, just before we start, um, when I was asked originally to do this, thank you for asking me to do this, by the way, um, I thought it was going to be called The Merch to WrestleMania. I thought it was actually a docu- I thought it was a documentary about the jacket and the hat that Todd Pettengill's been wearing for the last few weeks on Raw. <laughs> Todd Pettengill is a walking merchandise stand. Whenever there's a pay per view, if anything deserves its own its own WWE twenty four seven style documentary, it is that jacket that he wore. What a state! What a state! <laughs> he should have he should have like a pearl powder just powdered on his lips, like he's uh, like he's been doing smack for three days. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to want it. <laughs> That image from um, Scarface with uh, Al Pacino when he's sitting there with all the drugs around him. John, there's one for you. <laughs> See, you be be ready for this because you are going to get a little bit of uh, Inception because you're going to get John Eiley calling for photoshops from John Eiley as the uh, as the show goes on. Missing Hobby's Razor Ramon joke there for Striker Prime. Mean, he does the ads. Well, didn't I actually do a Photoshop of that recently, a little while ago? I'm sure I did. Oh. I'm pretty sure I did a one of Razor Ramon in that scene, and I put the Ico Pro logo in the corner. You sure it's not the Mandela effect, perhaps? No, no, no. I'm pretty sure. I'm just going to have a quick look now, actually, because I do keep them all on record, just in case. We need to like put them in a, a gallery or something. I feel like they get they get lost into the into the catacombs of Twitter, and we should have like a yeah. gallery for them somewhere. We really should. I'll, I'll speak to Adam Pacitti. Adam! <laughs> no, just, actually, it doesn't work with anybody else other than John. I had to go. To, I had to speak to him in the office properly. We flashed a John signal into the sky like Batman. <laughs> right, I'm just trying to load up uh, the episode in question and uh, get it to the start point. I don't know whether... Are you guys managed to load this episode okay? <laughs> yep, I've got it ready to go. Why Same is here. it just me, then, that isn't managing to load it? That's really annoying. Just getting a spinning ball of death. As I try and load this episode up, please hold. Your call is important to us. Why is it just spinning and spinning and spinning? That's really annoying. Oh, how's your how's your how's your internet connection? It's okay. I mean, you guys are coming through loud and clear. Am I coming through loud and clear? Yes, you yeah, are. Yeah, perfectly. Okay, so okay, I'm gonna try running it off my four G. That should uh, I should that should get it going. Mm-hmm. I run it off before G. Just bear with me, gentlemen, and uh, we mm-hmm. will we will begin our shenanigans. I'll edit all this bit out, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just for brevity. So it's loading March to WrestleMania, right? March, March thirteenth, nineteen ninety four. Okay, so it's March WrestleMania across all WWE shows. 
Changes. If you just type in, if you just do search for March for WrestleMania, it'll come up. Got it. Right. Okay. Now it's done that. Right. Hit play. Spinning balls. Spinning balls. Spinning balls. Spinning balls. Spinning balls. Spinning balls. Spinning. Shouldn't take this long to load. Oh my god. I wonder if. I'm reluctant to run it off my laptop because off my PC because it will just slow my PC down and it might slow down the recording. Um, let me try. If I can run it through. Um, I'm looking through. I'm looking through the uh, WrestleMania go home shows for the previous years before this, and there's let's just say there there's a huge drop off in, in terms of the quality of the city that they run from. Oh, does it really fall well, over? Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to point something out on the air. I'm going to compare the '94 show to the 1990 show, which will really demonstrate just how far things fell. Oh, okay. Is it really get that bad? Um, yeah, because a few okay, years I, ago, I, I reckon. I reckon, right? Because I'm still getting uh-huh. mine started up. Um, right. I reckon you guys start it and I'll <laughs> jump in. <laughs> I don't know how the hell we're gonna do that. That's... Hang on, let me just. I'm gonna try rebooting my phone, my uh, my mobile phone. And I'll see whether it... Because I'm just now trying not to run it off the Wi-Fi. I'll try and run it off my 4G, which should be, like, a nice, easy connection to make. Bear with. Ooh, you're all very patient. Thank you very much. It's, it's, it's quite all right. I have nowhere to be on a Monday afternoon. You got nowhere to be, John? That's okay. No, no, I'm, I'm fine. Okay, that's fine. This, this is becoming the highlight of my day, apart from... Um... What Christian O'Connell did earlier on the day on the uh, on his show. Oh, what did he do? Because I've not been listening for a couple of weeks. Ah, uh, um, we now do the mis- I do the misheard lyrics. Oh yes, you do. To do today, you only gave me five out of five and a hall of fame. Way, well in lad. I should retire after that. End on a high. <laughs> oh, that's excellent news, matey. I'm so proud of the stuff you do with him. It's so lovely when now, and I didn't even know at first that it was even you. Yeah, it wasn't until I told you that but then you realised who it was. It blew my mind. Blew my tiny little mind. Okay, it's running. We're good to go, everybody. I'm excited. You're excited. Okay. So we'll cut in at this Tom cut in at this bit. Here's a clap to help you edit. Thank you. Um that's a new skill I've learned. That was okay. Tom twerking. <laughs> so we are gonna hit play in a couple of seconds time and you are gonna watch the March to WrestleMania 10 along with us. You can find it in whether the... you See whether you want to or not. Whether you want to or not, you are with us. It is in the Hidden Gems section on the WWE Network. If you just search March for WrestleMania, and make sure it's WrestleMania 10, not 9, because you'd be very out of time if you do that one. Good luck, everybody. See you on the other side. March to WrestleMania 10 in 3, 2, 1. A play. Yeah, my favorite song. Here comes Linda. <laughs> it's Linda McMahon! Oh my god! <laughs> she has her campaign donation bindle out. <laughs> <laughs> All these so, kids have mortgages now. Think of that. Yes, they... I've just noticed something on the. Um, I'm watching it with the, the subtitles. And it's come up instead of. I'm, I'm guessing Vince has obviously said the World Wrestling Federation presents. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, that's not. A, they're not in front of a green screen, are they? 
Um, oh my god! It came. It was actually his World Wrestling Entertainment. Oh. On the yeah, the subtitles. Why isn't Raven a wrestling? This is it. He's the the best wrestler in the entire com. Two of the best wrestlers in the entire company are on commentary. What is that about? <laughs> future world champion, a future hardcore champion. Madness. If I, I told you that the same there right there are future world champion and future ECW champion, actually two future ECW champions. <laughs> two future ECW champions. <laughs> wow. So location wise. This show actually takes place from two different locations like Survivor Series did, as you see with the commentary teams here with Monsoon and Stan Lane. That's like somebody tried I... to make a Bobby the Brain figure, but with no nothing to refer to. Yes, it's a very generic figure. It, it's like Bill the Smart Guy. That's what it says <laughs> on, the, on the package. Or Smart Billy. Oh, I've got to take his name right this week. They've put it all in one color instead of last week. <laughs> You're having my baby. No. That's that anchor. <laughs> no, you're having my baby. Beep, 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 <laughs> So, the Vincent Polo portions are from Poughkeepsie, a venue we've seen many, many times before. And the Monsoon and Lane portions come from Lock Sheldreek, New York. Oh, God. That sounds like right. a dump. Uh, apparently, it's like a suburb of, like... I don't know, like a a rec center or something. Lock Shreldrick. <sighs> Meanwhile, just four years earlier, the Ultimate Challenge WrestleMania special, which aired a week before Mania Six, you know, the Warrior Hogan match, <clears throat> was in San Francisco in front of fourteen thousand five hundred fans. How the mighty have fallen. Fourteen and a half thousand just for a, a warm up show. Well, that was part of the that was part of the main TV tapings. Also, they taped a. Challenge along with it. So it's like a three-hour tape, and they just threw that in there as well. Del Del Rey looks like he's stuck in a loop. Like we need to reset him. Just yeah, keeps it, jiggling. It, it, it's just it's just like a, a gif, isn't it? <laughs> it is not it? him in the head. <laughs> Giffy Gel Giffy Del Rey. So we have podcast impresario Jim Cornette and brother uh, Bruce Pritchard's brother, uh, fellow podcast impresario. Actually, speaking of uh, Pritchard, can I just um. Hey! Let me open an energy, energy drink because I'm absolutely shattered after today. Johnny's getting battered. Johnny's getting battered. <laughs> I wish. I like Ollie because Ollie is his name. I like Ollie because he can drink it. <laughs> Here comes Happy Lex. Uh, when's Lex Luger's podcast starting? I have a podcast? <laughs> That's what I, I don't know! It's <laughs> I want the, the little jingle at the start to be Luger going, I have a podcast! <laughs> I don't know! Super podcast. Uh, microphone's too tight. <laughs> <laughs> How are you putting the file? The file's locked! <laughs> oh, God. Luger's podcast. Please, Luger, come and do a podcast. Everyone else is doing one, mate. Come to our podcast. Oh my <laughs> god, yes. John's is photoshopped. <laughs> John, can you John, can you photoshop me winning at SummerSlam? No, I can't do miracles. <laughs> so this should be a decent match here, Lex Luger and the Gigolo Jimmy Del Rey. Gigolo I've just realized actually it's Jim Corn one it's one of Jim Cornette's guys going up against a former Express. 
Oh. Um, we we're looking Express for versus of, of Express. Oh, what? What's Lex Express versus uh? Midnight well, Express? Wasn't part of the Midnight Express. No, no, no Delray was never part of the Midnight Express. Oh. All the Stan Lane's on commentary on the other show. Yeah, but remember, they used to go up against the Rock and Roll Express. Oh, um, well, yeah. So, Cornet has a history with Expresses, let's put it that way. Well, they were all big in the sort of late 80s, early 90s, weren't they? Uh, yeah. Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express, Orient Express. Um, Viking, Viking Express. Express. Hey! Don't mention the Viking Express. <laughs> American Express, that's um, how um, Paul Heyman paid most of his talent in later days. We need a full list of every team that had Express or Connection in their name. Um, Can-Am. Rock and Sock. Rock and Sock. East-West. There's a tag team in NXT UK, which I'm sure is... Which is Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster, and they're called SCSC. I'm sure that last C is Connection. Did I just hear the uh, family feud buzzer? That's what happens when they get thrown out of the ring. <laughs> Imagine Lex Luger on family feud. I don't know! I think he was, I think he was actually. <laughs> he may when have been. Um, I think when it was uh, WCW versus... Uh... NWO. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't remember who it was, no. Um, that was the final battleground. <laughs> I think it may have been... Um, the... Ladies of Pro Wrestling, the LPW, I think it was called. I'm sure actually, that... Now, now that I remember it, Luger actually wasn't on the team. I, I, I do remember it was Sting, JR, Pillman, Zank, and Brad Armstrong. Okay. What a killer's row. <laughs> that was Candyman Brad Armstrong, too. And Arachnaman Brad Armstrong, and... Bad Street, Brad Armstrong. Oh, I forgot Fantasia. about Arachnaman. What a treat that is. Well, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, my. Purple and yellow, purple yellow that, Spider-Man. That was impressive. Hey, props to Liberty. That was impressive. Yeah. Uh, yep. Luger had flashes of brilliance. He, he just didn't have the charisma. With, yes. He needs somebody to work with. Whoa, Lucha Lex. <laughs> yeah. quite, quite the bomb from Luga there. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Is, is Polo like playing with like some sort of like music button thing? I'm not sure. I can't hear anything because I've somebody, got the, the sound off in the uh, subtitles. Somebody must have like a, like a horn or something in the crowd. Because yeah, I heard like a synthesizer, like a, like a baseball game or something. Dun, 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 dun. How's Lex Luger's career doing? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Charge? <laughs> Actually, they have something similar at the um, Indian Premier League cricket. Uh, every time I've watched it, I always hear this sort of trumpet cough goes, da, 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 and then everybody just goes, hey! <laughs> yeah, close enough. Was, was that from the ashes? Did, did they blast it in the ashes this weekend, John? Because I didn't watch the ashes. Oh, yeah. We, we, the, the Aussies have retained them. Nah. So this is actually a pretty star-studded show here. We got Luger, we got Brett, we got Yoko, we have um, Tonka, Crush. The ones on the show as well. <laughs> Bam Bam, Earthquake. And I'm going to ask this in advance. When Randy Savage cuts his promo later, I'm not going to say a word. And now, and because uh, I, I just want to appreciate just how brilliant the promo is. So for that, I will not be making any pithy comments. Okay. Okay. So we have a, a non-pithy warning from John, from Justin. Yes, for the rest of the show, I'll, I'll be as pithy as I possibly can be. You have to double down on the pith. Yes, yeah. I've doubled down lots of pith in my life. Believe me. <laughs> God, Luger has a lot of cavities. <laughs> I just noticed that. It's all that Americana he's been chugging down. <laughs> Yes, it's it's, it's not sugar free, Americana. <laughs> yes, they're not sugar free. So, John, were you watching wrestling at this point? I was, yeah. Um, I don't actually remember seeing this show uh, originally, so I'm watching this for the first time. Pretty similar to the Survivor Series showdown that you had me watch last time. I just hope the show's a hell of a lot better. We only get you on for go homes because we we I think I think we should only get John on for go homes because we can uh, therefore we record when John. Has gone home. <laughs> yeah, we, well, the problem is there's only like three shows a year that, that, that follow that standing, so maybe we can expand the schedule a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely expand John, it, but it's definitely go home willing, for John. He, as long as he's willing. Of course. It's weird because this year, King of the Ring had a, actually had a go-home called Countdown to the Crowning, which I don't think is on the network. But you How much does that show sure weigh? <laughs> yes, well... We may have to be quiet during a King of the Ring this year just to listen to Art Diamond's commentary and let him just him marinate it himself. <laughs> I mean, I do remember seeing WrestleMania 10 itself, and uh, no spoilers, but the first match just... Mwah. 
perfect. It is a smash Absolutely. Right Absolutely. It's one of three shows in WWE history that I, that I would honestly say had two five-star matches. Wow. Luger and Yoko was that good? Yes, it was. <laughs> the way he applied those nerve holds. I mean, Ken no. Nagasaki, you know, no. sit down because... <laughs> the way that Yoko was paggered four minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> that match... I, I can't as well for that night was fantastic. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, so, so yes, it was Yoko Luger, and it was Bomb versus Earthquake that uh. Oh, Bomb and Earthquake, of course, five stars easily. See, this is why uh, this is why WrestleMania ten is held in such high regard. I mean, there's something involved in the ladder. I, I can't remember how that went, but. So, yeah, Del Rey's kicking Luger's ass here. I know Del Rey's Del Rey is getting a lot on the guy who is about to challenge for the title at the biggest show of the year. Oh, here he goes, Del Rey. Delray was like deceptively athletic. Oof. Where do you stand, both of you guys, on the whole idea of a a number one contender being in a competitive match against somebody much lower down the rankings? Only because this is drawing comparisons for me. Watching Luger, the number one contender, fight Jimmy Delray, it is drawing comparisons from AEW's fight for the Fallen when Hangman Page just had that that. 30-minute blaster with Kip Sabian. And I love Kip Sabian. Well, it's... They only had so many shows, really, that, that do whatever, and I, I guess they're trying to put Sabian over. But at the same time, showing you what Hangman can do. Yeah, I So it's not like, you know... Yeah, I, sp- like I suppose, others. really, you're, you're trying to sort of... They're trying to push Hangman as being sort of the main face of the company, even though he's not yet champion. Um, you're, you're just trying to... Display all all that he can do in in the allotted time that you do yeah, have. For the time also, wasn't he? Didn't he? Didn't he also play on an injury he had in that match as well? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think play on his leg injury. Uh, that's it. You got remember Hangman was, no Hangman was supposed to wrestle Pac on the first show. That's true. So plans had to really change, <laughs> Jimmy. If he hadn't slept his uh, racket on the ground, Luger wouldn't have known he was there. <laughs> Cornette's look of horror is tremendous. I'm Andre Agassi? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Pete Sampras? I'm going to challenge Raphael Nadal? <laughs> you cannot be serious? <laughs> Cornette with the blow up doll face. Oh, God. The world does not need that image. <laughs> John, do not Photoshop that for the love of God. Because then no, you'll, get, cor- you'll no. get Cornet snitches ruining your day. And I'm a big Cornet fan, so, you know. <laughs> you are a Cornet fan, but, you, but like, promise me this, John. If you see something that Cornet wouldn't like, you won't tag him in it, will you? No, of course not. Thank you, mate. Yeah. Fellas, what, what is your all-time favorite Jim Cornet witticism? Um, I liked it when he told somebody that they should die because he didn't like the way they wrestled. <laughs> So I don't Fair think that's enough. an over-exaggeration at all. Oh, boy. Oh, God, here he comes. Do, 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 do. <laughs> how to, how to get rid of all menacing menacing persona of Yokozuna. <laughs> 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 
I'll say for my my corner pick would be the time he he, he set up Sable. I don't know what that guy for giving her a live market but it should have been fifteen to twenty years. Oh god. god. Oh gosh. <laughs> What's funny is right. I'm watching this now. I definitely remember when I was a kid. Like, I remember Yokozuna. I didn't watch wrestling really through this era, but I somehow remember Yokozuna. And I was adamant when I was a kid that Yokozuna was Japanese. Like, what right. an idiot. I clearly was. Because you only have to look at his face to go, that man is from Samoa. Well, I mean, I thought Akeem was black. I mean, that's there is that. <laughs> because they told us he was. <laughs> I mean, I was I was six years old. I didn't know. I, I realized now how stupid that whole character was. Although the song was great, I think didn't they end up uh, giving Yokozuna the as he was coming to the ring? They would say representing uh, the land of Japan or something like that. They didn't actually see he was actually from the say he was representing Japan. Oh, did they really sort of backtrack a bit? I, I'm sure yeah, they, they did. Yeah, him, yeah, they may have implied that he was like a sumo star who from maybe I don't know if they said like Polynesia, the Polynesian Islands or whatever who. Yeah, that, that that rings a bell as well, actually. Yeah, it may have been something along those lines. You know, he did. He, he, I mean, because a John Tenta earthquake was a sumo star in Japan for a time, and he's obviously Great, he was, yeah. John Tenta with the Yokozuna gimmick. Huh. Oh, hello, beautiful. The... Indeedy. We got the we got the double jobber entrance for this one. Okay, so wolf. so what's the crack now? So we're now in a different venue. Yes, yes, we've uh, it's like WrestleMania two. We're in multiple venues. Okay. Oh, that was a terrible WrestleMania. Less Elvira. It had two good tag matches though. Um, that was, the, was that was that a comment about her breasts? No, no. Okay. I, I'm from <laughs> the Bulldogs versus Dream Team and the Funks versus JYD and Santana. Actually, speaking of the Bulldogs match, um, if you'd watch at the very end of that match after the the headbutt, uh, which sort of brings on the, the end of the match. There's mm-hmm. someone at ringside where the Dream Team are, and someone actually grabs a hold of... I think it's Val- yeah. is it Valentine that's on yeah, the... Yeah, um, it, was, yep. it, was, it was the unnamed... Someone grabs a hold of his ankle. It was the unnamed outside referee. It actually wasn't official. Oh, right. Yeah, I just remember seeing... Because mm-hmm. someone actually mentioned it to us. Um, they said, have you seen the, the guy who uh, grabbed uh, the ankle of Valentine on the way up? And I was like, no. So I went back and watched it, and sure enough, there he was. He was supposed to be there to prevent like interference in the match, like like unjust interference. That's how the Dream Team won all their matches. But he, oh, okay. he was almost like never referred to on commentary, even, even though he's supposed to be, like a, he's a vital part of the finish, like even Valentine break up the pinfall. So he. I, so he, I just thought it was just some random tech person at ringside or something like that. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be funnier that way. It'd, it'd, it'd be it better would, if yeah. Ozzy did it. Ozzy bites all Valentine's toes. <laughs> so this is Ben Jordan here. Who I think maybe the same Ben Jordan had a very brief stint in, in Global down in Dallas as part of their light heavyweight division. I feel like we all had a high school, or I feel like we all had like a school friend called Ben Jordan, like we, I, a we kid may... that we used to hang around with at playtime. <laughs> we all, everybody knows a Ben. Name a Ben that you know, John. Uh, ben, I know uh, Ben Weirmouth actually, uh, old school friend. Yeah, nice. Good shout. Just Damn, look at Oh, I'm just watching that sidewalk slam there. That was Bam Bam Bottom. Uh, Ben's that I know. I had a friend in school named Ben Shepard. 
I haven't oh. seen him in years, though, if I remember him. We have, we have someone on TV over here in the UK called Ben Shepard. We certainly do. Maybe really? that's where he went. How old is he? Oh, I would is probably he young, say. I would say he's probably about, what, mid 30s? Oh, I that hope he's not, because I'm mid 30s, and that makes me feel really sad. Let's just have a quick look. I'll have a quick. Uh, yeah, but uh, Tom. Ben oh, Shepard. 44, never, sorry. He was never called a Hulk Heavyweight Champion, though. I mean, there, there is that. There is that, but he he does get to sit next to Charlotte Hawkins on Good Morning Britain quite a bit. Yeah, lucky him. I'm pretty sure my friend is not of of any sort of UK extraction. I'm pretty sure he's a he's he, he's South Jersey garbage like myself. <laughs> yeah, he's 44 apparently. Yeah, this Ben Shepard in the oh, UK. That's fine. I've got 10 years. Yeah. yeah, it's a little off. We got Ben George showing the fire. Why are you trying to belly bump Bam Bam? It's like all the bellies to bump. You certainly don't belly bump the Bam Bams. That's a stun gun if ever I saw one. Bam Bam won with like 45 different moves in like the last year. He had 45 finishers. He couldn't make his mind up on a a move, could he? No, you you had the headbutt, the ghetto blaster kick, the stun gun there. It was like when, uh, when Chris... On Wikipedia, when they actually had the, uh, oh, hey, it's Medusa. This how they're building her match. <laughs> she is trading for the biggest fight of her career on a speedboat and a motorbike. I'm going to run over Heidi Lee Morgan with a jet ski. <laughs> and a cloak. <laughs> While wearing Stevie Ray Vaughan's hat. The Medusa thing has been really bizarre. Like the like Alundra Blade, they've crowned this women's champion, this women's division, and they've just put no focus on it. It's like here she is, and she'll be here eventually. And Razor, the bad guy, Razor Ramon. Yeah, Razor, because he's Razor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether you've seen this this week on a slight tangent. There's a chap online who makes custom wrestling figures. Furthermore, there's a guy who makes custom wrestling figures. And he has made a wrestling figure of one of the fans from SummerSlam 1992. Would this be the kid who says uh, whether he wants to or not? Yeah, Bulldog's going to win whether he wants to or not. My hero. (laughs) And they, this guy's made. I'll find, I'll find it and send it to you. Send you a picture of it. This guy has made an action figure of this kid. Oh, brilliant! Incredible. Kids should ask for royalties. I think you should ask. Yeah, I think so. you should be rich off that. To be honest, try and Absolutely. get him Yeah, I mean that is so obvious that they're sat in front of a green screen, isn't it? Oh God, it's like Catholic uh, news. I'm Tom Campbell from Coldplay.com. Here's Adam Pacitti <laughs> with big hair. <laughs> And there's Barry the Shark as well. How you doing, honey? <laughs> oh, it's Tatonka. Are we on the Tatonka bit? I got a little bit um, buffery. So are we on the? T- are we now looking at Tatonka? We are, yes. yes. We are. Excellent. He's got a lovely headdress now. You, you, can't, you, can't, you can't knock the headdress. You know, it was a very emotional thing from last no, week. It was a lovely headdress with, with, with two of the greatest Native American wrestlers of all time. Yeah, Tatanka and, and Wahoo. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and, and a lost elder gentleman who, uh, who, who wore a track jacket because he was at, 
go time someone's 40-yard dash afterwards. I'll let you sneak preview. I did um, a, uh, a new wrestling curiosities today. I've, record- I've, I've finished it up today. And it's uh, <laughs> to do with a Russian legend. And I was surprised, in the same sense that uh, Tatonka was, uh, how few Russian legends there are. Because they're all, like, American or Canadian. Or they're also uh, just from various Eastern European nations that aren't quite Russia. Exactly. The only ones I could find that were from actual Russia was Vladimir Kozlov and Ilya Dragunov. How about Salman Hashemenikov? Bless you. Yes. He was uh, the former IWGB heavyweight champion who competed at the Star Cave 90. Oh, great. Now I've got to edit my finished product. Thanks, mate. You're welcome. Thanks. I'm here for, I'm here for quality control. Then, of course, there was the uh, the Russian wrestler who uh, he's used to plagiarize everybody else. He was called Hojinika Gamakov. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all week. Zing! <laughs> Tom, did you include Zangief? I should have concluded Zangief and Ujinika Gimikov. <laughs> Do you know what? Like, Zangief was Zangief was more Russian than than, than either of the Kolovs. Yeah. Combined. Anyway, so Razor versus March to WrestleMania. Tony DeVito. Yeah, Tony DeVito, <laughs> who uh, now has pants. That's Tony Chibble there. Oh, Tony, who would go on to have a, a scintillating career mm-hmm. announcing Edge to the ring. Yes. Rated R.C. Superstar. <laughs> He's here with his friend, the Razor's Edge. <laughs> Yes, well done, Justin. Reign of the Superstar. I love Razor's mannerisms. Yeah, he just he just played the the sort of the cocky sort of guy really well, didn't he? He, he just has natural charisma. Yeah, he, he doesn't have to force it at all. He's just natural. Davida looks like a primordial rhino. <laughs> <laughs> the wrestler, not 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 the actual life form. Early years, Rhino. <laughs> the Rhino, the high school years. Well, like, Rhino's there was a musical about Rhino's career. <laughs> oh, nice takedown there from Razor. Yeah. Razor with the wrestling, the graps. Yeah. In fact, if I remember rightly, at WrestleMania Nine, um. When he faced Bob Backlund. Oh, God, that won, match. Yeah, he won the match with uh, a small package. And I'm Indeed. pretty sure it was Bobby Heenan said, Razor just beat the wrestler with wrestling. I was just happy that the match was over. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the best card, was it? I think we had Razor versus Savage on that show. Instead of putting Savage on commentary. Jazzed up a little bit more, but no. No, we had to have two Hulk Hogan matches. And we were all welcome for it. But at the time, Hogan must pose at the end of every show. Oh, yes, Hulk must pose. Hulk should have, Hulk should have posed with, with Burmarks at King of the Ring 93. <laughs> here's, here's some inside information. Tom ran to the bathroom quick, so it's just John and I from now. So let's make fun okay. of Tom for a bit and see if he notices. <laughs> I mean, I saw Tom smiles way too much. I think he's hiding something. 
No, he, he, the man is just boneless energy. You know, I, I wish I had that boneless energy myself some days. You think it's natural? Yeah. You do. <laughs> well, I don't know. We've never really speculated on this before. Um, it's it, it's possible that it could be a synthetic of some form. What you mean? Throw three thousand cups of coffee in the morning? Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, as Razor just stretches, I, I, I love that he grabs the leg through a bouncer just to freaking torture the guy. Yeah. Maybe defeated then. I mean, that probably does up. actually add extra pain to it. And oh, I'm sure he's pulling his groin right out of its socket. Yeah. Especially the way he's got his leg that's on the floor is sort of twisted round. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> NDC, NDC wrestling is not real. Razor's being really heelish here. Yeah, just you know, come on, get up, son. Go on, get up. He's being a, being a douche to poor Tony DeVito here. He's doing the um, the head shrinkers and they knocked that guy out. They're just giving him a kick to see if he was still alive. <laughs> and drag him to the corner here, tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll you better tag in. Yeah, it's knocked out. <laughs> I almost watch it. I love more head shrinkers or the Steiners where they just kill people. Um, I'll probably say it was. I'd give the edge to the head shrinkers. I mean, the, the, the Steiners were a great tag team, and I loved watching, especially when they're in WCW. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when they came to the WWF, I thought, uh, you know, the, the, they don't seem as impactful as they were in WCW. Yeah, there's just a different mode of presentation. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, in in WCW, they were they were able to sort of be more wrestlers than mm-hmm. you know sports entertainers, mm-hmm. basically. Exactly. How did Devito get a sunburn in February? He has like a very uneven color scheme to his skin. Yeah, he's obviously uh, had a, the, the settings wrong on the sunbed. <laughs> WrestleMania 10 is not 10 years in the making. Yeah. Or is it? It's, like, uh, it's, it's, it's the 10th year, but they always yeah. confuse. Always seem to confuse that. Right, I'm back now. Sorry about that. Tom, we love you. Here. We miss you. Oh, good. You were really slagging me off in that case. That's fine. I'll edit it out later. <laughs> No, you Do can't. It's right to watch along. Well, I'll I'll just have silence, or I'll put my own commentary <laughs> in over the top. You wouldn't. I oh, watch me. <laughs> right, Johnny Polo. Just happy that Tom's brought his natural energy back to this show. <laughs> oh, she's rather enthusiastic there to say that she doesn't like Johnny Polo, doesn't she? Oh yeah, she's got a mortgage now. She looks really excited Thanks, to see Owen Hart. Yeah, she was like, oh, what, 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 what? Hmm. Is it Interesting me what? or... It... Yeah, go on, just. I, I was going to say, is it me or something like there was more kids in the audience then than like the modern era where we're supposed to be more PG? Yeah, I mean, wrestling these days seems to cater more to sort of the older generation, well, I wouldn't say older generation, but, you know, it doesn't really appeal to the kids these days. It's more the, sort of like, the, the 18 plus uh, I, generation. I would say it's more of, like, the, um, like, deferred childhood generation. The ones who still cling to their youth. I think right. that's a good shout, actually. I know a lot of people who watched wrestling for, uh, for the, throughout their growing up years who have since <clears throat> returned to it. It's just like 
my mom used to go to like the shows in Atlantic City when they had Bruno San Martino and Ox Baker. She remembers going there like in the sixties when she was a kid, but she grew out of wrestling at one point. And it's like our generation and the generation perhaps afterwards, you know, we just kept on going with it and made, made like this cottage industry out of it with, with conventions and all that sort of stuff. And that's just, I think that's just how we are. You know, our age group, we just kind of hold on to our toys, so to speak. Yeah, I mean the conventions are pretty big business, aren't they? Uh, over there in the states, you, know, you always hear, you know, different ones, especially things like uh, Starcast, which has yeah. been amazing for the the three that they've had so far. Not even just wrestling, but like you know, Comic Con and all that stuff. I feel like by making it a convention, by making it something quite grown up, then it makes it okay. <laughs> yeah, we we managed to rationalize it. I was just uh, looking at uh, Owen here. Just, just think what could have been if you know what oh, happened didn't I happen. Know, I know. Every time I watch him, it makes me a little bit sort of melancholy because he was so good. This entire, like we have watched in this podcast, a star being born in Owen Hart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've seen. This is definitely the genesis of uh, you know Owen becoming his own man. That sign right there, by the way, would confuse people watching who are of the millennial disposition. Yeah, Why does that sign what... say Bret Hart is hashtag one? <laughs> yeah, why are there no hashtags on the show? Where is Vince to tell us that the show is trending worldwide? <laughs> Tony DeVito's uneven tan is, is, is trending worldwide. we got Tenta next. Oh, Little Richard! No, but first, Johnny B. Bad. Oh, blame me, that wouldn't give you a seizure, would it? There's a lot of wild men in the WWF. Picture of IRS. <laughs> yes, I'm crazy. Crazy for filing my taxes! <laughs> you can watch me wrestle Steve Austin for the TV title at Slamboree. Wait, that's wrong. <laughs> I'm little Richard. I'm going to be a WrestleMania. Oh, lad. Absolutely. I love this. The camera shaking. Oh, right. I thought they, it was my eyes at first. They do that now with Bomber Dave Mastiff in NXT UK. That exact oh, effect. They do the thing where they shake the camera and they have it really low down. <laughs> yeah. Guys, you ever see when the, when the NWO would be beating somebody up and then the giant would storm the ring and he'd be stomping down the aisle and race would, would act like the, the, the whole ring was, arena was shaking. He'd be like on uneven ground. <laughs> That just doesn't look right, does it? Earthquake waving to the fans. Hello. I killed a snake three years ago. I nearly, I nearly destroyed Hulk Hogan's ribs. I'm an evil man. I made Katal quit. <laughs> Actually, that was a good thing. Is this the guy that was trying to shoot on him, and he just decked him? There was no, there was no real contact at all. It's just Katal just backed down from him. Yeah, and then he jumped out of the ring and said, "This is all, uh, all fake or something." Yeah, and then and it hit the referee or something, or hit somebody at ringside, and then just walked out. I quite like the sit down clothesline thing that Earthquake did. Then, I imagine that. I imagine it's too fun to take, though. <laughs> I'm sure Quake's being really careful. So, Whoa. I'm assuming. Oh, we. Oh my God. <laughs> To, like to paraphrase Tony Schiavone, he's just thrown him like a lawn dart. <laughs> he looked like one of the dummies on Married with Children. 
Or when um, Jazz used to get thrown out the house in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That's Earthquake's Uncle Phil. The Honorable Judge Earthquake. Who <laughs> so, would then go um, on to voice the, the, voice the uh, Shredder in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon? That's right. And not only that, but the man who played Uncle Phil was also the voice of Junkyard Dog on a Hulk Hogan Rock and Wrestling. Really? Was that the same guy, was it? Honest to goodness, yeah. Oh, wow. I knew Lee Marshall played uh, Hulk Hogan, who was also Sonny the Tiger. Great. If I may correct you, Hulk Hogan was actually Brad Garrett. Oh, was it? Yes, it was. Okay, and I stand corrected. But but he was Tony the Tiger, though. You are correct about that. Okay. He did have that natural draw. I'm assuming that uh, this is Dwayne Gill here in the mask. I'm thinking so. Nice slow count to make sure that uh, he can stay in the match potentially. <clears throat> yeah, happy Earthquake just wasn't a good thing. Yeah, nah, it just wasn't the same. It wasn't really, was it? It lacked that killer instinct. I'd have shaved yeah. my head as well at this point if I was Tenter. I'd have shaved my head. That little oh, egg was... sitting on the top of his mullet. He was Baron Corbin Sr. <clears throat> Is it just me or Tatanka looking a bit surprised there, by the way? Tatanka looks terrified. He, he, he looks like he's just been caught. You know, they've just said, okay, let's take the camera. Oh, I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. I love I this intro. This intro is amazing. This is like somebody's just been given video editing software in the nineties, and they're just getting their money's worth. This is so good. Just so... state of the art. This is the nineties. Exactly. <laughs> Ken Burns, the nineties. <laughs> Fair point, well made. Well, Todd's dressed down here. We're a charm bracelet that he. May have lifted off of somebody. That is the only charm this man has. <laughs> I thought he was all right. You know, he was a bit overbearing at times, but you know, I thought you know he he's... did an okay job. I especially agree, especially when he was doing his interviews. But he's in very overbearing mode in this point in the WWF to the point where mm. he just comes across as quite insufferable during these little bits. He needs to come out and say, like, now what you're watching right now, this is not WrestleMania. Just so you know, next week is WrestleMania. Just in case I'm an idiot. Well, because he, you know, he, he kept reminding all of us, like, now, March WrestleMania is not WrestleMania itself. Here's a flow chart. Here's a list of things that aren't WrestleMania. This. <laughs> also, paint cans. <laughs> they are not. They are not WrestleMania either. This jumper is not WrestleMania. <laughs> this charm bracelet that I. Bought legally. I stole from a from an old woman. The tape machines I stand to every week on WWF Mania. That is not WrestleMania. <laughs> One day yes, I used to watch WWF Mania. Okay. Oh, I don't oh, blame wait. you. I don't blame you. <laughs> I mean, at one time in the UK, uh, right about sort of this time, really. Uh, well, no, sorry. Before Raw came along, uh, we used to get Wrestling Challenge, Superstars of Wrestling. WWF Mania and Primetime Wrestling. And you used to get them, you used to get Wrestling Challenge on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Mania was on about 10, 11 o'clock in the UK. Uh, and then you could switch over to Sky Sports to watch Primetime Wrestling, which was on for like an hour and a half. And this was still when they had the studio audience, so it was Vince and Zubaz and all the rest of it. And then nice. Saturday night, they would have um, Superstars of Wrestling on. Very nice. 
Do you feel sad, John, that the era of Sky and the WWE is finally coming to an end? Nice photo. Um, or you ambivalent it, I mean, about it? it? Well, it's it's well, it is the end of an era. I mean, I think if it hadn't really been for Sky, the WWF probably wouldn't have been shown on TV in the UK anyway. They did have a couple of their shows on the in the World of Sport section uh, when it was on TV in the UK, but I think if it hadn't been for Sky getting the rights to the WWF at the time, uh, I don't think it would be as big as it is now in the UK. Because think about this, because Justin, I know that like Monday Night Raw has jumped around networks a fair bit, like USA to TNN, back to USA, and and uh, but it's been but in the UK, it's been with Sky since like the 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 late eighties. Wow. And yeah, then, it was about eight, I think it was nineteen eighty eight, eighty nine when it first started uh, being shown in the UK. Yeah, and 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 it's Sky. finally been it's finally going to another broadcaster. Nice background. Oh, There's God. my boy GSC. So is Corn- very red this picture, isn't it? So is Cornette in a pit, or is Yoko standing on something? You think? <laughs> I think Cornette is is in a pit, and I, Yoko is yeah. standing on Stan Lane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see that about Stan Lane. Oh, we hear moaning, faint moans of life. <laughs> maybe he stood on Pettingill. No, no, maybe, maybe he stood in there. Maybe he's got uh, Mr. Fuji's wooden sandals on. <laughs> I was going to say, I saw Burt Reynolds earlier. It's a shame they didn't bring him in four years later to like work with Val Venus in some way. Oh, oh. yeah, with the, uh, the Boogie Nights uh, connection, yeah. Exactly. May I see it? <laughs> <laughs> he could be one to save Val Venus from Kai and Ty. Yeah, instead of John Wayne Bobbitt. <laughs> Smokey and I, the rem- Venus. I remember that promo. And Venus and the Band God, it was awful. Uh, it's, yeah, John Wayne Bobbitt was... Um... That's kind of bargain. Void, void of charisma. To say the very least. Well, well yeah, it was the only thing he was void of. <laughs> well, he, he had it reattached. Yeah, didn't they do a, a movie about it? They might have. I, I can't remember that. There's a lot I'm sure of they didn't. It was Frank and... <clears throat> I wouldn't say the next word. Oh, yeah, Frank and... Uh, yes, I, I know you mean that. I think I was sure I did that. They did a movie about it. It was called The Emoji Movie. <laughs> pixels. <laughs> it's <called> pixels. <laughs> I guess the energy last... drinks really starting to kick in now. <laughs> <laughs> the inhibitions are going away. I bet this match is okay, Sean versus Razor. Yeah, that, that, I think you know it may just you know may just pique people's interest. Yeah, it'll be a nice little novelty, I think. Just something different. A palate cleanser, as they say. Yeah. But like I said, though, if you want to watch a really interesting ladder match, like I said, look for the one of uh, Kendo Nagasaki, the disco ladder match. <laughs> I am intrigued by this. I can't remember the guy he's wrestling, but they said that they just even like I said, even Ken Walton just doesn't know what to say half the time during the match. <laughs> Apparently, with a UK Bob Bob Newhart on commentary. I'm picturing Bob New York calling the biggest moments in wrestling history. Oh, Hulk Hogan's he's become a bad guy now. He's I guess he's beating up Randy Savage and he's he's helping out these outsiders. I, I don't know why he would do that. Apparently he's calling himself now the New World Order of Wrestling. That's, that should make some interesting uh, viewers for next week, yeah, viewers. 
Brent Hughes. so bored there, doesn't he? <laughs> I never warmed to many. Like Brett Brett Hart promos late in in the nineties, you know, came into their own. But like at this point, I just oh, Brett man. Here's some stuff for you to look at in the background, in case you're too bored by this interview. Brett looks. If Brett's bored, I'm bored. I'm. I'm yeah, believing that. Just, Brett is not caring as to a good interview. No, he's just sort of stood there. He's like a moody teenager, isn't he? He's alive now. Now, now, someone switched the Bret Hart on. Oh no, it's set the evil. Someone hit the switch. <laughs> it looks like Raven's managing Bret Hart. I mean that's I mean that's quite an intriguing combination. No, that would be a good combo, that wouldn't it? <laughs> it's Bret Hart joins the flock. Would they face each other in WCW? I seem to remember they did. Quite possibly, maybe on a Nitro, but I don't think they ever faced each other on uh, pay per view. They pass each other by in World War Three one year. Ah, uh... <laughs> that's what it'll be. I got two matches and I've got three moves. I'm no, no, he's just to do a third of a move in each. On the the text there, it said he had three matches to prepare for. He does, yeah. Well, because he has, he doesn't know if he's facing Luger or Yoko. Ah, yeah, I suppose, yeah. Yes, sir. Crushing's evil doom music. How would your strategy change? I guess, like, yeah, but you you prep for Yoko by just going, just push him over. You prep for Lex by just go, just just wear him out. I mean, the answer's both. Just wear him out. Run around the ring. Once they both going to get tired. Well, with Lex, you're not trying to avoid a massive leg across your face. I mean, there is that. Yeah. I said Yoko Duna was wearing uh, Mr. Fuji's sandals. I've just realized Mr. Fuji's not wearing any. He's barefoot he, here, yeah. He lent them to Luke. He lent them to Yoko. <laughs> Yeah, obviously, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, he's obviously Yoko's still wearing the back. He's gonna face Madman Pondo later in the Legos Death Match. <laughs> Boo! You like Japan? Boo! Oh, she looks bored out of skin, doesn't she? <laughs> Crush's mullet is very Gordon Gecko esque. Like he has, he has a slick back, but he still has the mullet thing going. It's like American Psycho. It's like a business mullet. Yes. He's going to pull an axe out and start talking about Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> Floors are most all accomplished you know, album, bra. All he needs now is a chainsaw. <laughs> American Crusho. John? <laughs> I'll sort that. Thank you. <laughs> Except the B square. I reckon Bret Hart likes Huey Lewis in the news. I think Bret's more of a Pearl Jam fan, actually. Really? He was like, real big on like early '90s grunge, I believe. Back home, drawing pictures of mountaintops <laughs> with him on top. Never hear a song. Oh, V. Deadly impulsive. I'll do as good as you, but 
my and Pearl I... Jam impression for everybody. <laughs> That's a damn good impression, dude. <laughs> Clearly, I remember picking on the boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we unleashed a lion. Seems like a harmless little. <laughs> How could I forget? You know, Alex Looker could be. Um, the thing is, I annoy Staley. I annoy Alex constantly with my Pearl Jam impression. And I know that she's in the room next door. <laughs> I can, I, I heard the door go. She's she's back and she's in. And um, I know that she's heard that going. Oh, for God's sake! He's doing his Pearl Jam impression. <laughs> oh, it's a, basically, it's, it's just the male version of Cher, isn't it? Basically, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> Pearl Jam. Less plastic. Is, is <laughs> Pearl Jam's an American version. So does that mean that, in theory, you could sing a Cher song in the style of Pearl Jam? Yes, or or, or you could do Eddie Vedder singing "If I Could Turn Back Time." If I could turn back, it's still it's still too see, much to share. It's the same thing. If I could find a way, <laughs> I'll take back all the things I hurt you and stay. Okay, now I've got this image in my head of the lead singer of Pearl Jam dressed as Cher in that video. <laughs> Only there was some way we could bring that image to life. Oh, no chance. Absolutely no way. I dare you to dress as Cher for tomorrow's news. For Tuesday's news. We'll record this on a Monday. See the downvotes I got today. I ain't doing anything too risky tomorrow. Oh, they'll stick around with us. Don't oh, worry. Oh, yeah, it's fine. I think I just... I did Barry the Shark and... Me Barry the Shark turned up immediately and it upset everybody. Far too okay, then a hashtag, hashtag unpopular opinion. I like Barry the Shark. Yay! That's one. I mean, when uh, Adam did the Barry the Shark mask the other week, I was watching that at work on my lunch break, and I just started giggling like an oh, idiot. Oh, mate, it floored me. Absolutely floored me. I had no idea he was doing it. We always try and surprise each other. So, like, I, I genuinely didn't know that was coming. Yeah, I was just sat there, and I just saw Adam pull this mask out and stick it on, and I just snorted out this massive laugh. <laughs> Thankfully, nobody actually sort of noticed what I was doing, so... The best was your giant fist. <laughs> oh, that was a, that was a classic. That was an absolute classic. My tiny hand, my big hand. Speaking of hands, Crush wants to play mercy with bread. Apparently, we should we should commentate on the match. <laughs> yeah, we really should. Yeah, stop Crush wanted the game of peanuts. Stop singing Pearl Jam, there. John. We're trying to watch this match. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't heard me sing. <laughs> If Lex could turn back time, he'd pin Yoko when he had the chance. He wouldn't get on the bus. He'd call on Uber and find another way. <laughs> do you know that? He, do you know that near oh, the end dear. of that, he didn't even take the bus places anyway. That's the scandal of the Lex Express. Yeah, apparently when he staying in hotels or something and then just jumping in the, the bus the next morning to go to the next well, town. I don't know what to believe anymore now. Now, now I'm just all jaded and stuff. <laughs> I'm so sad that Luger didn't method act and actually just go everywhere Whoa, with look the at bus. Brett. Oh, look at that. See, we used to call that game Peanuts here in the UK. And... <laughs> I know you did when you, you, you got them into the thing and basically you had to say Peanuts to lose the game. Peanuts. So someone had done that. 
Yeah, if someone had done that um, in the in the schoolyard, I think uh, no one would have ever uh, took them on the game of that ever again. I think Pete Dunn got a heart on watching that last bit there. <laughs> well, you know what? Most of my offense is going to be later in my career. The only thing that was missing was the snap. Oh, I like it when he does the snap. Oh, that just goes right through me, that. And give Johnny Polo a great idea for when he feed with Tommy Dreamer the following year. Snapped Ooh. his fingers. Oh, yes, oh. he did. So I was reading Scott Key's review of this show beforehand, and apparently it's like Crush the Greatest Match Ever. Is it really? But what, he has so many, he has so yeah? many bangers. One, all I can get. But he was a, but did they not call him the Dream Match Machine? Um, it's possible. I'm, I, I mean, it was a long time ago. I can't, I can't remember everything from the nineties. <laughs> Although I did, oh, I did see a title change between these two men in person once. Really? SummerSlam ninety when the Hearts beat Demolition for the tag belts. Ah, you were there. Oh wow, cool. I was a little six-year-old boy in, at the Philadelphia Spectrum. I had my Ultimate Warrior T-shirt, and, and my, my dad bought me a foam championship belt. I was very happy. And you also got to see Rick Rude's backside. Yes, I did. <laughs> as my dad, as, as my dad learned a question to his son's hobbies. Super kick party, <laughs> bra. Super kick bra. <laughs> Crush is doing a lot of pacing in this match. I think he's very tired. No, he's strategizing is what he's doing. It's all part of the strategy. He's going to slow the match down. Actually, I've just thought, where's Mr. Fuji's hairpiece that uh, Sai Spillin photoshopped for him last week? Exactly. God, what a <laughs> vacuum of charisma Sai Spurling is. But it's fine because like, he was never destined to be a figurehead of a wrestling show. Yeah, he's just here for uh, a one-off. And like, like who today? That's like under, that's like under the age of twenty-five. Even knows who Cy Sperling is. Like that's a test. Well, to be honest, I, who, I, I had no idea who Cy Sperling was when I watched WrestleMania ten. So <laughs> I think, in that? sort of modern context, I think we talked about this before, and you got an American version of who this is. But I think it's the equivalent of of inviting Barry Scott from the Sillit Bang adverts to a wrestling show. <laughs> oh God, you need to turn the volume down for him. <laughs> Hi, I'm Barry Scott, and this one here's a right banger of a match. Look what <laughs> this does to a penny. <laughs> now I want Phil Swift from the um, Flex Steel commercials in here in the U.S. to be the uh, WrestleMania celebrity. I sold this boat in half. Oh, I love that so much. The Flex tape things. Oh, God. <laughs> Why is the match so good? Brett tapped out twice. Yeah. I'm a big fan of JonTron, and I watched JonTron do the videos about flex tape, and they're fabulous. Flex tape? I've never heard of it. I'm going to have to it's research like, it. It's like this this tape that pretty much stops all, flu all fluid from escaping a crevice. Yeah. And it's stronger than Brian Cage. It is stronger than <laughs> Brian Cage. 
and 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 to prove it it's like an infomercial in the states john and in the and and to prove it they saw a boat in half then repair it with flex tape and then you see this madman out on the water (laughs) on this boat that's sealed with flex tape what yes the adhesive puts the boat back together uh, actually, think, uh, with, Mythbusters did something similar, I think. Uh, they actually made a, beard, a board out of duct tape. Ah! I'm pretty sure Mythbusters did that. If you had told me 25 years ago... That, if you told me 25 years ago that I'd be watching peak Bret Hart while, while discussing infomercial products with two friends... <laughs> You'd have said, we're mad. You'd have said, <laughs> oh my god, I can only hope to achieve such heights in my life. Because then I would have nailed it. <laughs> That's when you know that you have arrived. Come on, come on, Earl, turn around, stop screwing Brett here. Oh, well, he's never, never going to do that again. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> you know, Crush actually quit the company because of uh, Brett's getting screwed. Well, yeah, uh, that's why nearly left. did too, didn't he? What's that? McFoley nearly did too, didn't he? Yeah, he almost did. But... Crush got out, Rude got out, Bulldog and Nightheart obviously did all, all the Bulldog had to pay money to get out. I think Nightheart stayed for a little bit. Yeah, yeah get... Nightheart stayed for a couple, couple of weeks because I remember seeing him um, appearing on Raw with DX and DX basically humiliated him. Yeah, that was his way out. That was how he got out. He had, he had to do that bit. How did Crush get his own face paint on his upper back? Mad skills. Mad wrestling skills. Either that or Bret Hart uh, uses a lot of uh, hair colouring. Could be that. Tour of the Island's backbreaker, brah. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Mm. Foot's on the rope. <laughs> I know I heard the bell in my head, brother. Who's the, who is it that does the Tour of the Island's power slam? Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb. Love Jeff Cobb. Or as he called it when he was Matanza, the Wrath of the Gods. Oh, the monster Matanza from Lucha Underground. Oh, I miss Lucha Underground. I know. I've got to be honest, never seen it. Oh, mate, it's brilliant. Oh, it's brilliant. It's like, it is like a very violent Mexican soap opera with wrestling. (laughs) Indeed. Like, it's all shot beautifully. It's shot like a Mexican soap opera. And like people die in it, and there's mystery, murder mysteries and stuff. Well, yeah, because like I've I've seen the um, the video of the guy who is now Luchasaurus uh, being beheaded. Yeah. Yes, it's. I've it, seen that video. It happened. AEW should hire uh, Dario for any role. I don't care what. And and uh, one thing I loved about Lucha Underground is that the um, the uh, Mister Batanza, the boss. Uh, he had his office like next to the ring in the temple where they would do the shows. So mm-hmm. he'd be, you'd have a match, and then suddenly he'd just come out of his office like he was on, like he was working a taxi rank. And he yeah, just, or he was on his lunch break or something. Yeah, he'd come out and he'd go, <laughs> "This match is now false count anywhere." Way off we go. It's brilliant. And 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 back to his office where he plays with his abacus. <laughs> Or that little five metal ball thing where you pull one back and then it snaps back in and, and it goes back and forth for a while. Well, exactly. Going through his five moves of doom here. Yeah. Just hit the uh, the side rushing leg sweep. Good up. Second drop. Elbow drop coming up. <laughs> he's telegraphing all of them. But Crush is too powerless because he's stupefied by the five moves of doom. <laughs> oh no, not all five. What do I do now? 
and the branches of the sixth one, which is the lightning fist. Turn it to John Lithgow then, very briefly. I can't believe that we're all aliens! <laughs> that was a good show. It's great, wasn't it? It's just the whole concept is, I can't believe we're aliens. We better learn human things. <laughs> the whole <laughs> and scene. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually a pretty solid crush match, even though it's a little slower paced. It is the best crush match I've ever seen. Oh, is that, uh, big reverse atomic drop. Now, why wasn't that ever a move uh, made illegal? It should have been disqualification because he's hit him below the belt. It's a low blow. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I've never understood how the atomic drop... I mean, Well, the, the normal version, yeah, you can get away with cuts onto the backside, but well, the inverted well, atomic It's supposed drop to jam the spine, allegedly. Yeah, but your spine's not at the front of your body, is it? Well, I mean, if the knee goes underneath and goes into the, um, shall we say, the underside, then technically, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm no scientist here, but <laughs> you, you put yourself down, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm no scholar, clearly. Nope, oh, food's on there yet, Brent? No. Food's on there. We should just put the hold on. We should take five minutes to get into the ring. Oh no! Fuji's down. I love the Fuji slow motion fall like the tree. <laughs> Gently lowers himself to the floor. <laughs> Small package. Where's the ref? He's oh, still checking on Fuji. Bre- oh! Owen! You cheeky bugger! That's amazing! No! That's amazing! Crush beat the wrestler with the wrestling. <laughs> and, and deception, but mostly the wrestling. Absolutely brilliant. I love nice that. Nice finish. Classic nice move. Oh, dick move, Owen. I love you. That was ace. The last time I saw Brett get beat by a, a small package move like that was Survivor Series 90. Sunny. <laughs> Yes, he crushes just as good as Teddy Biasi. Yeah, and uh, Brett says a very naughty word after he's pinned. Yes. Oh. Yeah, you see it clearly right in front of the camera. Truck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm Ronda Shear. I won't put up with any small packages at WrestleMania. Hi, all. Why is he wearing Ric Flair's brass knuckles for earrings? <laughs> She's inside Todd Pettengill's charm bracelet. She's like a pixie. <laughs> Stan Lane certainly looked happy to see her there, didn't he? Stan Lane, I think, has he had some sort of mouth surgery? Because he's just, like, smiling all night. <laughs> he's like, no, no. oh, God, it's weird. He's like he's like somebody sort of mashed Lex Luger and Bobby Heenan together. Oh, God, it's weird. Oh, creep. Creepy. <laughs> Oily, oily, snaky man. It's it's of a different time though, Tom. You gotta to remember. He found it up with people. Oh, jeez. Horrible. The happiest music in wrestling. Definitely one of the catchiest theme tunes they had, doesn't it? Oh, it really is. Why was Stanley making love to the camera? That's all he's done. Because he's Stanley. He keeps mugging to the camera. 
I mean, he's the, he is the gangster of love and all, but that, that was a little odd. Yeah, he was the same in uh, WCW when he was part of the Midnight Express. Just incredible. Not just the coolest, he's not just the best, he's here to put the Quebecers over. <laughs> not just the coolest, not just the best, he is your servant this evening. And if you need any <laughs> more bread, then please let me know. And just don't ask him to bring any jock straps. <laughs> hey, because you'll only put them on his head. Look at this, my ballad Walker getting some offense. Now hit him with that's incredible quick. <laughs> hit him with that's Walker. <laughs> that's Walker. <laughs> no, instead, because it's a tombstone, it, 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 it'd be called the you're unable to Walker. Oh, hey <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> You could do just incredible versus PCO today. I mean, you, I don't know, if it, uh, I don't Pete, know how it would incredible be. Still but there. Do it. Incredible is still wrestling, is he? Uh, I think he just came back to the ring fairly recently. He's, he's, he's had some uh, apparent issues in recent years, but he's bouncing back from them. Oh, okay. Actually, have you PCO. seen the? Um, you must have seen the the dive that PCO did recently onto literally nobody. Oh yeah, where he went? He, he went the wrong way. Yeah, that was oh, I cringed when I saw that. What was the match? It was him and uh, what? Oh, Captain. Who was Lewis that coming? Here. I thought it was an overweight honky tonk man there first. <laughs> Honky's let himself go. Yeah. <laughs> he really has become Elvis. I thought it was Mario for a second there. Oh. Hey-o. Now I want to see uh, Captain Lou versus Dennis Hopper. Oh yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 not Bowser Dennis Hopper. Blue Velvet Dennis Hopper. Thing is, Lou Albano is a greater highlight of real life Super Mario than Dennis Hopper was. Well, that was Bob Hoskins who played him in the film. Yeah, it was yeah Dennis Hopper yeah, was uh, Bowser. True. I love Bob Hoskins. Or well, loved Bob Hoskins. Yeah, it was good to talk. <laughs> it's good to talk. It, they're the British. Was it BT? It was BT. It was BT, wasn't it? yeah. It's good to talk. <laughs> it's good to talk. Now, Bush and Captain Lou in Blue Velvet. Don't be a good neighbor, brother. I'll send you a love letter. <laughs> you know what a love letter is. <laughs> Captain Lou makes his entrance to um, In Dreams by Roy Orbison. <laughs> now there's an idea. John. I've already done it with Big Daddy. I want Lou Velvet. Lou Velvet. Okay, I saw that. <laughs> that candy-colored clown they call the Sandman. I'm not, not singing the whole song. To my room every, room, night. every night. Just a sprinkle stardust and I whisper, go to sleep, everything, everything is alright. I, I close my eyes dun, 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 as I drift away. I'm done singing Roy Orbison. Never stop. Can I just say that um, the, to be PCO, for a big guy, he was pretty agile, wasn't he? Oh, very you ever see him versus Bret Hart from the one in your house when he was Jean-Pierre Lafitte? Oh, crikey. I don't think we actually got the In Your House pay-per-views originally. Um, in, in Your House 3, you got to see the match. It's tremendous. Okay, I'll check that out. Is that when the Fort Free Jacket? Yes. It was a dumb angle, but it was a great match. Yeah. Because Pierre has like no limitations at all. He'll do any spot. And he takes a bump to the floor in that match that's just as cringeworthy as his dive to nothing. Speaking of spots, he's got a hell of a spot in the back of his head, hasn't he? Sure does. Jacques was uh, 
definitely going and forward I, at this point. I can point. say that without, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Without conviction because I am actually bald-headed myself. You are a mm, lovely baldman. I am, even though you made me have uh, dreads the other week and maybe look like an absolute idiot. You look smashing, mate. You look, you look I'll great, look, man. I look stupid with those dreads. You look like you're about to drop the biggest summer song of the year. About to drop a right That's summer mess. banger. Wow. Well, the, the Boston Crab Leg Drop finishes. Nice showcase for the Quebecers. Yeah, considering they only took on one guy in the match. I like how Polar can't be here because he's, a, he's in the other building. That's true. Do they, do they acknowledge yeah. that? Or? Yeah, he's, he's in the other building. The, uh, I don't think acknowledge the, it. Uh, the green screen. Oh, good. We get two, oh, he's back. two oh, here it Todd here it sections tonight. How joyous. Oh, here it is. Savage is banned from the building by Crush because of... Uh, here it is. And I'll be back. I'll get 
There you go. Well, and they let him go. Yeah. I cut the best promo in probably in this entire show's run so far. I remember watching promo. WrestleMania 10. The only bit they kept from that is the bit where he says, I'm going to embarrass and humiliate him. And there was all that goodness around it. What a shame. That was five minutes uninterrupted. I mean, ridiculous. yeah, he repeated himself a few times, but but it seemed legitimate. It felt real. Yeah, I mean, he even mentions, you know, that he's going through a divorce and all the rest of it as well. Mm-hmm. So and, he's, and the... he's brought some of his own life, real life, into the into the promo, and you know, just made it more passionate. Mm-hmm. It might be Savage's <clears throat> greatest, like individual greatest promo ever. That may have been his hard times promo. Yeah. That's. And eight months later, he's gone from the company. Crazy. They wouldn't use him. I mean, I mean, I was thinking a little while ago. Um, you know, when Lex fought Yokozuna SummerSlam for the WWF title, mm-hmm. I thought, why didn't they give Savage the opportunity? Let him have the title. Let him have it until WrestleMania. Uh, sorry, until Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Have Yoko win it back at the Rumble, and then still have mm-hmm. the finish of Bret and Lex. Going into the into the match uh, and finishing as co-winners and continuing on that, but if they'd had Savage as champion from sort of SummerSlam to uh, WrestleMania, they could have had some great matches. 
They could have, but I mean, I, I see it the other way where they're desperate for the new star, and Savage had already had two reigns on top, one of which was a year long, a few years earlier. So you kind of need somebody new, and Lex was probably the best thing you had for a new guy at that point, if, if, if you don't keep going with Brett, that is. Yeah. So, I mean, like you, you mentioned before, um, maybe have uh, Scott Steiner in the part of Lex instead, and I think, I think that, 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 that could have worked easily. I agree with you on that, but I think it was actually Tom who pointed out. He said that Scott didn't want to break the team up because he wasn't when he stayed loyal to Rick. So that's he, he kind of held himself back yeah. that way. Yeah, that was a bit of a shame, really. But I mean, st- I mean, I think they still could have had you know Scott and Rick team up even if Scott was still champion. Yeah, good. Not like the other. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been, uh, you know, upset or anything with that. You know, that, I would have accepted. You know. Scott and Rick are a tag team. Scott happens to be the WWF champion, but um, you know, occasionally he tags up with Rick, and they could have some uh, good matches. Or Rick turns heel, a la Owen, out of jealousy. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> Rick the Shadow. Corner in there, and Fuji there, just at ringside. Fuji goes for a handshake. Corner goes, no, no, I'll take a bow, and then and then he takes a handshake. <laughs> Nice Lovely bit of comedy. Yeah. What the hell is Polo doing? He's playing like a Indian war chant or something. Oh, he's just been oh, he's very hey, 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 commentary. Hmm. This is um this is not a bad shout as like a WrestleMania match really because we're kind of seeing like the big names of WrestleMania fighting some guys who are sort of on the upper mid card so this is a nice matchup Tatanka and Yoko. It is, and it's two it's two guys who uh despite any limitations they may have are actually <laughs> dropping into nothing. Yoko noped them. Samoa Yo. <laughs> Yoko taking the dive there and hitting nothing. Uh, very similar to the uh, Big Daddy Giant Hairstacks match I was watching where I did the, uh, the Big Daddy Goldberg entrance. Oh, where there was just like a whole lot I mean, that, of just that... nothing. Yeah, because the, I mean, they said there was no pinfalls, no submissions. It was basically a knockout to decide the winner. And the only way they did it was because Giant Hairstacks fell out the ring into a table full of flowers. <laughs> Not even a lie. It's on YouTube if you want to watch it. Here comes T.L. Hopper, everybody. There's the toilet flushing. Okay. Who decided what the show needed was Johnny Polo having a soundboard? That's a very peculiar choice. <clears throat> Especially for the go-home show to WrestleMania. See, it's like, remember the show that Polo did with Vince? And he was a hilarious commentator. I don't think Vince got his humor. It's like, here, we need to rein you in a little bit. Here, play these sounds. Then, then everyone, everyone will know you're funny, including me. I think this is more, yeah, more him playing down to Vince's level of comedy. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, the, the, the best gimmick that any uh, commentator's had was, without a doubt, Bobby with the Brain Heenan's brain scan. Yeah. I like when that, yeah. When he would yeah. do the little, little drawings after the matches and stuff. I thought they were great. And then Jerry Lawler stole it from someone called the Magistrator. Oh. I never saw Jerry Lawler do it. Yeah, that was, it was like mid nineties after after Bobby left, he started doing it himself. Okay. I mean, it's actually. I think uh, Yokozuna's got a bit too 
uh, harder grip there. He's Tatanka's legs shaking like crazy. <laughs> now, ease up on it, son. It's a bit this? hard. That it's a bit hard. Ease up. <laughs> now, how do I push this nerve? Arm, son. arm falls off. Yeah, we could sew that back on later. To the shock of nobody, Yokozuna oh, looks knackered. <laughs> this is part of his strategy. As he as he prepares for uh, Lex Luger. Lex, see now if Lex had scouted this nerf, we wouldn't, wouldn't have to worry about him. Oh, he's he's busted over from the mouth, Yoko. Bloody lip. Yeah. Maybe the nerf hold is legit because uh, this is this is his receipt. Yoko's gonna fight fighting a real American hero here. <laughs> Tonga didn't even have a boss. <laughs> he has feathers, though. He just had a horse with a coach. It's just as good. I Oregon love a good Yokozuna nerve hole because this is the proper I am cream crackered, just going to have a little sit down. Yeah. Oh, turnbuckle pad's coming off. That should be the point of the show where you have the... Um... Upcoming tour dates, Friday, Nassau Coliseum, Long Island, Saturday, Nassau <laughs> Garden. Little crawler along the screen. <laughs> like, did you know facts? Did you know the nerve hole was invented in, in ancient Greece by... <laughs> Just like something to keep entertained while it's going on. Maybe that's what they'll do on Fox Sports with uh, the new SmackDown. They could. And the sports crawl. Just put a little ticker across the bottom of the screen, you know, they'll put all the other sports results that are going on at the same time and then just have little facts and stuff going across as well. Was that Fuji? That was a soundboard laughter. Jesus, this is... Like I said, I'm watching this with the uh, the sound off and uh, yeah. just watching the, with the subtitles. And actually during uh, Savage's promo, every time he said World Wrestling Federation, it came up as World Wrestling Entertainment. <laughs> We're afraid of the pandas. We live in fear of these nearly extinct creatures. How could it be fear of the pandas? It's not even the World Wildlife Fund. It's the World Wildlife Fund for nature. It's the WWFFN. <laughs> it's, it's WWFNF. I seem to remember years the Rock ago. Should, the, the Rock should never have lost that match to the panda. <laughs> I remember having the That's how they actually headlined it in the UK. Is that what, that's what exactly what happened? When yeah, in the court case, I think it's I think the headline was something like "Panda beats the Rock." <laughs> I think Vince wanted to wrestle a guy in a panic costume at that one UK pay per view out of sheer bitterness. It was talked out of it. I can believe that. It's the Yoko fiend. It's got the hold applied. <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of nerve holds in this match. It's a very nerve hold heavy type situation. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tanker nearly getting his head we, taken off there. Wait until our next recording. He's sweating buckets. Well, Yoko's carrying a lot of weight there. He, he's he's bulked up for this match. It's like WrestleMania two when George Wells faced Jake Roberts and George Wells was looking like a little roly poly. And then says George Wells is bulked up for this match. I remember there was a, and it's online somewhere. There's a, um, there's a giant haystacks promo 
where they're talking about he's talking about the match with Big Daddy he's going to have at Wembley, and uh, he's asked about his. Oh, weight. and he's saying I'm, I'm, like, I'm like 39 stone now, and I'm going to be 47 by the time of the match. <laughs> that was it. That was the whole problem. I think you said he said Ken currently I'm 39 stone, but by the time I get to Wembley. I'll be 43 stone! And the whole crowd went, oh no! Like it was the biggest heel reaction you'd ever heard from a man getting fat. He's headed from the buffet, everybody run! And then, and then, during, the, and then during the match when uh, Haystacks makes his entrance, Ken Walton says, you know, he said he was 39 stone before the match, he, he said he was going to go up to 43. I think he could be actually up to 49 by the looks of him. <laughs> his strategy was get fatter. <laughs> He cut his hair to make himself more aerodynamic. Hey! He did as well. <laughs> that was a match and full just of the dreaded uh, sprawls, ja- belly pushes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's also the match I mentioned before when uh, I turned uh, Big Daddy's entrance into Goldberg's. Dun, I just, I was just watching. I, I, just said to look, I just said to look for the match. And it shows you um, Haystack's getting into the ring. And then it cuts backstage. There's a door with Big Daddy's name on. The door gets opened. Mick McManus opens the door, looks in as if to say, okay, Daddy, you're up. And then the little marching girl comes out and then Daddy comes up behind her. And as I was just watching them walk to the ring, walk down the corridor, I was just sat there going, Goldberg, Goldberg. And I thought, I've got to do it. I've got to do it. And it was all inspired by uh, Tom's brilliant uh, World of Sports podcast. If you haven't heard it yet, go and do it. After you've listened to this one. It is tremendous. Listen. Thanks, mate. Thanks, friends. Oh, we love you, Tom. Where are we at this point in the match, this by one. the way? Because my, my network paused. <laughs> oh, Yoko just gave us... Uh, he's dragging the target to the corner now for the bonsai drop. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's about 124.12. Thank you, friend. I'm with you now. Wait, well, time cue is like 124.20, 21, 22. I am back in the room. Okay. Oh, here we go. Yoko's up. Bonsai! Wallop. Good night. Jeepers. One, two, and three. I'm having to get right in there to make sure the count was legit. I'm pretty, pretty sure it's not getting up. It was a spirited performance by Tatanka. He, he certainly tried. But those nerf holes were just too hard to overcome. Do you not think as well that when they've given Yoko the belt there, do you not think they should have given him the... Uh... Oh, no, the Andre version was different, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, the uh, Andre, the expanded Andre belt. Yeah, it was a different style, It was the different style, wasn't it? But I quite like it that, it's, that, it's, that it's not the expanded belt because I think it makes Yokozuna look even bigger if he can't even wear the belt. Exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah if he had the belt exactly. on, I think he'd look a bit daft. In my opinion, as a broadcast journalist. There's still six minutes left in the show. What in the hell could it possibly be? What could possibly go wrong? I have no idea because I've never watched this until now. <laughs> now that's a good visual there. That is a nice, nice shot, that is. The cam- camera's nice and low makes Yoko look even bigger again. With his arms raised like that, he just looks. Oh God! Yes! 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 Get in! Get in! Oh! We're getting the rap. 
Hell yeah. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> we got one more match. This one's in the bank. Ted Man in the ring for a Ted Man tag. Don't spoil it for everybody. Sorry, I'm excited. <laughs> this is so bad. It's so wonderful. Tom's in his grade four footy pajamas. Oh, He's in his glory. Oh, this is that weird Broadway WrestleMania ad that they love to play. Yes, it's. Uh, we're not sure what we are anymore. If you love Broadway, you will love <laughs> WrestleMania 10. No, you won't. <laughs> if you love. A bloke in the red shirt looked like a lumberjack. If you love Broadway, you probably love Ted Turner's company also, you sissy. <laughs> <laughs> Finn's trying to talk himself into this. Is it just me as well, or does it look like Vince has gone a bit too far with the old fake tan? Yeah. Why does he have a black jewel on his wedding ring? Is he evil? I mean, we know he is, but... It'll be the soul of Hulk Hogan he's got in there. Oh, Stan Lane, man, just that. Stop smiling, it's weird! You look like an animatronic! <laughs> it, it does look like a, a Gorilla Heenan Mark II, doesn't it? Is it one of the robots from the world's end? Oh, God. That is the last thing you see before you die. That is a cursed image. <laughs> oh, I don't like Stan Lane on commentary. He makes you really uneasy. I remember, the, I think it was on Wrestling Challenge. Uh, they used to have a thing called the Memory Lane match where they would show an old match, and it was Ted DiBiase and Stan Lane. Uh, doing commentary on it, and mm -hmm. I remember Ted DiBiase actually having a good stand for it, saying, "You probably think this is named after you, isn't it? Memory Lane, Max." <laughs> that was a feud in Mid South, I think. Those two, and and that's where they end up. Vic, actually, I used to like Ted DiBiase on commentary uh, when he used to do it on Wrestling Challenge. I think it was with Gorilla Monsoon. We were finishing <laughs> the show one week, and uh, they were going through DiBiase's wallet, and he said. Uh, who was it? I think he said Abraham Lincoln's on the five. And they went, and Grilla went, he's not on the five dollar bill. He went, no, the five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, here we go, lads. Here lads. we go. I was in the air. I so wish Sydney was doing this show with us right now. Oh, I wish she was as well. And, and John. <laughs> Win and ten don't rhyme. Yeah, I was going to say, John, no offense, but, but Sydney's uh, sheer hatred of men on a mission would have made this absolutely tremendous. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I heard her last time she was on, and oh, God, that, um, there's a kid at she the just front. does not like these guys, does no. she? Sorry, Spurling, it's going to be great. He's going to put some hair on people's heads. God, <laughs> shut up. Oh, dear me. Photoshop Bruce there again. These kids look bored. We have kidnapped them. I'm pretty sure it's the only rap video that has ever had size sprawling in it. Two. <laughs> 
It's Doc. It's Doctor Drek. <laughs> Folio. There's the old picture of Leilani Kai there because they haven't got a more recent one of her. Yes, file photo. You guys hype for WrestleMania? I am so hype. As the kids say. Dead men in the ring for a dead man tag! <laughs> that does not happen! Grandmaster Trash. Spoilers! That definitely happens! <laughs> trash. <laughs> Not a shred of shame. Loved it. <laughs> was P was, was PG thirteen busy that day? <laughs> PG thirteen. I didn't think we were actually around nonsense. then. Oh, so there we go, lads, on the road were, to WrestleMania turn. Were the Usos too young? I guess they were. Did we enjoy ourselves this evening, gents? I certainly did. John? That was certainly better than the Survivor Series showdown you had me watch. <laughs> you had me watch that. As, as, as we tidied to a chair clockwork orange style and forced you to watch it. We did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we pried your eyeballs open. Uh, John DeLarge. Yeah, had someone put a, little, put a little droplets in every now and then, you know. <laughs> Amazing. Well, we would like to extend, I think I speak on behalf of Justin, when I'd like to thank the brilliant John Eiley for joining us for this watch along this evening. John, it has been an honour and a privilege, sir. As always, an honour and a privilege to be here. And where can people find what you are up to? Get some plugs in there, sir. Okay, I'm on Twitter, at John Ailey. Um, if you want to say thank you in any way to me for the photoshops that I do during these, by the way, if you go to johnailey.com forward slash coffee, um, that'll take you to my coffee page, and there's details on there. That's coffees in K-O-F-I, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but uh, I've spelt the coffee for the direction as the normal drink, C O double F. I'll shut up then, because John knows what he's doing. <laughs> Amazing. But no, John, we, we are very grateful to have a John Eiley. No other podcasts have a John Eiley. We are honoured and privileged to have you as a John Eiley. But some are buying me John. up. <laughs> but yeah, some. Some are buying the John Eiley Home Edition, which is now being sold and stored across the world. Ah, it's not. It's, it's cheaply made abroad. It's no good. Yeah, it, 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 it's you know too many uh, flimsy parts and it's uh, and, and it's spelled John wrong. They spelled it with an X. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> Justin, next time yeah, me and you. Yeah, wrong as well. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, next time me and you are together, it's the big one. WrestleMania turn. <laughs> yes, and, and it's going to be a when because it's I'm trying to rhyme ten with win and it's not working out. But yes, Russ. WrestleMania 10, we are going to have Matthew with us, Matthew Gregg of Botchamania. And uh be a lot less to make fun of on that show, I think. We'll find also something. We'll get Le yeah, Lex Yoga will be uh, there right for the picking. Amazing. So we hope you'll at join us. Matthew now knows that the, uh, ahead, at least Matthew now knows that I actually do the, the genuine photoshops. He didn't believe that they actually done last time. Yeah, he thought you were a mythical beast like a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. When I sent them the uh, the link to the photograph that I did for him, you actually replied back saying something like, bloody hell, mate, I didn't think you actually did these. 
Incredible. John's like John's like Cthulhu. Nice. With fewer tentacles. John's the candy man. We say his name three times in front of the mirror and John appears with a Photoshop software. Very accurate. Very accurate. Not the Brad Armstrong candy man, but the, but the actual Tony Todd candy man. The one that can make the sunrise turn it into dew, rain. John Eiley, John Eiley, John Eiley, John Eiley, John Eiley. All of a sudden we're transported into the world. <laughs> Nice big hook scar across my face. Ah. Right. He is at John Eiley on Twitter. He is at JRH Rising on Twitter. I am at Tom Campbell on Twitter. This has been your Cultaholic Classic March to WrestleMania watch along. Thank you for watching along with us. We will speak to you next time. I love you. Bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.